Hello and welcome to the D20 Multiverse After Hours podcast, whatever we call this. Not associated uh, with the After Hours A&E service. No, no, not associated. You probably could see it from my new place. Anyway, <laughs> my name's Dave. Um, and He's lying, it's Bickner. I saw him. It's not Bickner. It is. It's Dave. It's a Bickner. And you, who are you? I'm Steve. You're Steve. Ollie John team. <laughs> this is the first podcast you've had since you're back. So oh, you should yeah. say your name. Okay. Because people have forgotten. Your name. <laughs> your, uh. Actually, a really good film from, who knows, Japan. Ah, Thailand. What? Called your, your, your name. Your yeah. name. It's hilarious. Can you just say your name? Ollie. We're trying to do the intro. <laughs> <laughs> so you make it as difficult as possible. Well, we've got to fill an hour. Yeah, this is the, the After Hours podcast where um, we kind of just talk behind the scenes and get to be a little bit more candid, a little bit more open. And we can talk about necrophilia. Hey. Please, let's not bring that back. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, over the past couple, a couple of like months, you could say Ollie's been away in Japan. Yes, um, and I've been trying to fill the podcast void with <laughs> random people from it, which I think actually worked out pretty well. Yeah, um, gained some new subs from those. Yeah, do, do we? Yeah, we went up like four the week that Julia was on. Ah, ah well, I'm <laughs> pretty sure what we didn't get any from the podcast specifically. <laughs> Um, but that's, that probably came from NPCs, which normally does. Um, but anyway, um, so going forward after doing that bit of an experiment, we think, um, with this new place that I have, I love that you just gestured as if they can see around the room. I like gesturing to my own place because I've, I've worked hard to try and find, get my own location in my own home, um, that I'm not sharing with anyone and I am really enjoying it. Um, it's still got a bit of work to do. Um, still got a bit of posters to hang up and it's only because I don't have the hooks. Um, and a few boxes to put away and clothes to put away, but it's going to get there and it looks good. What do you think of it, Ollie? Yeah, it's cool. I've only, I think, ever had my own place once and it was absolute heaven. Mm. No pants, gin and whiskeys. Um, I have worn no pants for a couple of days. I've only been here for four days. Yeah. <laughs> um, and two of the days I've been alone, so it's been, I've, I've only worn no pants Two nights. That's half the time. Yeah, it's half the yeah. time. It's good. I invented a sandwich called the Brain Sandwich. Because um, I used to watch the... The Brain Sandwich. Yeah, because it felt, it felt like the texture of a, a human brain. How do you know the texture of a human brain? Look, let's not get into my past. See, this is where it comes to the necrophilia again. It's just, you've got these weird things that you don't tell anyone about, but you drop little hints that you're probably a crazy person. Probably. Crazy is. person, not in the sense of your schizophrenia, and crazy person <laughs> as you stab people and feel their brains up to know the texture of them. Look, I was hungry and my chips needed something to dip. Your chicks? Chips. Oh, chips. My chicks. Your chips. Your mind, You're hungry, so you had chips already. Yeah, but they had, <laughs> you no, had, they had so, no chips. So you had, <laughs> you had chips. Look, I'm not going to be some psychopath <laughs> sitting there in the dark masturbating and eating chips with no dip. That's just weird. You weirdo. Why were you in the dark? I don't like to watch myself when I'm masturbating. You don't it makes like me sad. <laughs> because it's like I'm having sex with me. You don't have to watch yourself. Well, see, I tried uh, not watching myself and then it got in my As mind. a male of 30, nearly 31... Actually, by the time this comes out... Yep, you'll be 31. I'll be 31. Um, I've, nev- I've, never, I've never felt the need of watching myself. Well, see, when I run out of porn, I have to watch something, so... Are you into gay porn? 
Uh, I tried it for a while. It wasn't my thing. You tried it. Yeah. I didn't think like you. 10 years. Was, yeah. yeah. I mean, do you remember that conversation we this had? We tried, we tried to bring out your sexuality. Yes. And you refused to say what you were. I and that was, that's the fine to not, to not it, but it's the fact that you were so vague <laughs> on it, but you're so open with people about their sexuality, like yeah. own your sexuality, all that. 100%. But then you're contradicting it by like <laughs> not saying... Or shying away what your sexuality, and I was I was talking to you by with someone who was bisexual at the time, yeah, or openly bisexual, and I'm and I'm I'm straight, but I don't judge anyone for yeah. for their sexuality. You can be you can, as long you can fuck whoever you want <laughs> as long as it's consensual. Essentially, hashtag love wins. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't. It's not, it's not always love. <laughs> I can tell you this for a fact. It's not always love when you so have sex with someone. We're five minutes into the podcast and, and it's derailed. It got weird quick. It always gets weird. Yeah, so no, that's why we're going to bring in some. Anyway, what <laughs> we're saying is that with the experiment of bringing other people onto the podcast, um, we're going to make a conscious effort so when we. Oh, why did you freeze up? Did I freeze up? It's l- I think it's lagging. just lagging. Lag, lag, lag. Why are you lagging, buddy? My, I don't know whether it's actually recording or not. Well, the sound waves are still coming up. It's just having a bit of a chug-chug. Hello! Anyway. Yeah, chug-chug. So, essentially... So, is like, hello. They won't notice the difference. Um, we did stop it really quickly just to check it, but, yeah. Chug-chug. 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 Anyway, what I was saying is that we're going to bring on um, other people for the podcast, make a conscious effort. I'll bring some more of the people that have been on the screens, like like Jason. Um, Jason was one. Um, may take a break from Jason, because I'm a little bit angry with him. Yeah. We'll talk about that when Jason's here. Because if Jason's on the podcast, I've forgiven him. I also, having been a person that was talked about on a podcast when I wasn't here to defend myself, I think it's only fair to bring Jason on when we talk about him. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> so, okay, okay, let, let, okay. I did over-exaggerate that story. Yeah. For yeah. the sake of comedy. Yeah, you, you do, do all the time. And I can't be mad at you. I'm actually a little proud. Okay, so <laughs> it was condom wrappers. Yes. It wasn't a condom <laughs> specifically. So what <laughs> What the joke, what it was, is when we were filming an NPC episode, and this was right after you started seeing Julia, Yeah. for the record, Yeah. Um, there was a bunch of condom wrappers underneath the bed practice and safe sex during the video which is still i can't remember which npc video it's on it's one of the really but when ones. i say is i've just i i think during, halfway through the video i point it i go <laughs> oh, i've just noticed something i can never talk about that yeah <laughs> and you're like what and i'm like i point to it or something like that yeah. I, I hinted it and you're like no you never, you're never gonna talk about it and yeah. then I, I and i've always had that story in the back of mind i'm gonna eventually say, say so that, that, that was like NBCs of that was NBCs of Teldore. Teldore, yeah. That was still when we were f- filming it in my room before we yeah. set up the set, um, and it was around about 95, 96, I think episode ninety five, episode ninety six, something like that. I can't remember. It was such a long time ago. Because I mean, we've done we've done forty episodes of NBCs of Wildmont. Yeah, we did. I think around about twenty twenty five of NBCs of Teldore. Yeah, we've done over. So it would be sixty with all the extra videos that we do as well. Yeah. So we've done about 60 videos of NPCs or whatnot, which seems crazy. Yeah. It's good fun, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you feel like we, well, sometimes we're forcing ourselves to watch Critical Role, though? Oh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Because it's a four-hour thing. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's like, we, I mean, with podcasts, you can kind of just listen to it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, we could do it that way, but 
because we do it on a weekly basis, it's like we, we have to slot this in. Yeah. Also, we don't want to be I spend, A, vague or B, wrong about things. Oh, we're so always we wrong. Pay. Well, yeah. We want to be as close to enough to right as possible. So it's not just like we're watching, because it's a different level. It's not like we're just sitting and watching Critical Role. We actually yeah. have to really pay attention and take notes. Well, that's well. why I did that, that stream for a while. Yeah. Um, and that was a good idea. But the yeah. problem is, is because of copyright yeah. issues. Yeah. The video got struck, but it didn't affect our channel. It's just when it gets struck, no one can rewatch it. Yeah. Which I thought is going to be okay going forward. Um, but it's just the fact I've got, I got a new job around that time. Yeah. And I just wasn't able to do it. I might bring it back yeah. if I ever yeah. find the time to do it on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, so that could be a thing that we could bring back. I like that. Yeah. Because a cool. lot of people liked it. Yeah. yeah. I, I enjoyed it. And because I, I wanted to alternate between me and you. Uh, I think yeah. it's just schedules and stuff. Mm. Anyway. Because, like, sometimes... I can't... I, I used to always watch it live because I loved that. Mm. Uh, but now I work Fridays and can't. Yeah. Fridays is out, your Thursdays. Um, yeah. And so so sometimes I, I'm watching the rebroadcast. I can do... Like, I will say, okay, on Saturday I'll do two hours. Sunday I'll watch for an hour. And then, like, an hour before we film I'll finish the last bit. Of yeah. It. I try and make my watching as close to our recordings as possible. Yeah. So it's more fresh. Fresh. Absolutely. Um, Problem is, when I go for... I think two hours is my maximum that I can be fully attentive for. Mm. And after that, my eyes kind of just kind of drift to the third monitors and then I'm on Facebook. And I, I kind of... Okay, my strategy is because I plan a lot. Yeah. So what I do is first work out how long the tr stream is on Twitch. Do you do the thing where you, if you look it up and it's only three and a half hours, you're like, yes, <laughs> I've got an extra hour. I kind of go, all right, so it's four hours. Yeah. Oh, so like, say, 4.30. Four, and, and I know they take about 15 to 20 minutes on the break. Yeah. So what's that? That's four hours, 10. Do you... And then it's about 15 minutes on either side of the padding. Yeah. Like before and after the show. Yeah. Um, so I know that's exactly how the time it's fit. And then I go, okay, the break is probably halfway through there. Yeah. So I would need around about one to two hours just to watch the first half. And yeah. Can I slot it in? So that's my... Because I do, I do a similar thing. I load up the video... Pretty much as soon as the video was live. So it's lagging and it's weird. So my computer's lagging and, but from what we can tell, it seems to be right. still working right. It's just going really weirdly. So I first check the length and then I hover over the, 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 the timeline so I can see the little preview. Mm. And I see how long the, because it changes every time, how long yep. the intro is, how long the outro is and how long the break is. And then I deduct that from the time and then I yeah, schedule it. We're yeah, we're kind of, we're bringing up some weird equation to watch Critical <laughs> Role, even though it's just, you're just supposed to listen and watch it. And I think, I'm, I'm in mixed feelings about whether it's actually taking the enjoyment away or not. I don't regret it. No. Because after I do it, I realize I'm, I'm listening to the story, I'm tagging along with the story, and yeah. I would kick myself if I miss this week. I also really love the, the thing that we can we can find like a hint mm. of something, and then we can talk about it on the channel, and then we can get comments of people like, no, I think it's this and that. And I like it how we can say something, and be wrong, and be reminded of it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot. Yeah. Um, and I, I really do like our reviews, and, and I... How many people watch our reviews doesn't bother me anymore. Yeah. It used to bother me when we were getting like 200, 300. Yeah. Because I'm not used to that kind of eyes. I mean, you're an entertainer. Yeah. You want that. Yeah. I'm just like, I would, 
I, I if I make one person laugh, I'm happy. <laughs> and so I'm very kind of like, so many people watching it, it is a little bit daunting for me. Ah, oh, speaking of, um, I just finished uh, five shows at, at, at bats for the, for the for the play that I wrote. Explain, explain it. Because um, so obviously it's a podcast; they won't know. I know <laughs> all this. I know what bats is. Yeah. Um, okay, so it was an idea I had for a show called uh, The Memory Plays, and the idea was three writers, three short plays, use the same actors for all three pieces, all around uh, one topic, but uh, from vastly different viewpoints. Um, so I came up with the idea, I posted on some of the Wellington pages, asking for writers, and I got them. I was like, okay, step one done. And then we all went away, and we decided on the topic, which was going to be memory. Mm. And then we went away, and we all wrote a piece, and it took about six months for me to get my piece from conceptual to first final draft mm. um and then we brought it back and kind of tightened up the scripts and gave us the feedback then we pitched it to bats theater mm. which is the huge theater here in uh wellington is it huge it's the it's, it's pretty much the hugest in wellington well no uh, because but, james hay theater oh, opera yes. house yeah i guess those i guess from an indie like not independent i would say, I'd say yeah i would say i would say it's 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 big in the sense of you can really get a lot of indie um, projects through the door but yeah. not bigger like huge that you have to kind of it's not like a, a comedian coming to town and that's they're using that no, no 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 it's i describe it as it's the bohemian art art hub of wellington yeah. um you create a piece you bring it and the great thing is they give 80 it's either 80 or 85 percent of the ticket sales go straight to the artist good um good. Very few theatres in, in New Zealand do that. Um, there's the Court Theatre in Christchurch, well, which is not just in New Zealand, anywhere, because you know, right? they actually really care about the art, which which is important. And I think New Zealand, uh, Wellington specifically, is big into arts and culture and things like that. Oh, yeah. And recently, that's kind of been dying slightly because of certain, let's say, government regulations. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's slowly coming back, and we've got a lot of ground um, grassroots. Yeah. movements going on to bring it back which is very good to see so when we had the scripts uh finished we 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 took it to bats and said well this, this is the show uh and you know that that was it and then i went away to do a, a show in palmerston and i got an email and i, I saw the little message on the phone and i just saw the first line that says hi oliver sorry for the long- what you're doing a show in palmerston i was doing the theater sports competition oh that's right yeah. yeah that's right so i got the little message on my phone i read the first line that said hey oliver sorry it took so long to reply dot 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 uh, from Bats. I was like, oh cool, here's the rejection email. And I opened it up and says, we'd love to put on your show. And I was like, holy shit. Nice. And I like, showed the, the, the photo around. I was like, oh my god, guys, guys. Um, but speaking of like the, the nerves of people watching, I can get up and do... Uh, Dave, is Dave is getting like horny. My fly was undone. He's I was just doing like, it up like, as Ollie all, was talking. All this talking about art has it, just got me so hard. I just need to... Anyway. I need to put it away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, keep going. Um, yeah, so like I can do an improv show, no problem. You can throw me on a stage and say you're a, you're a goat, and I'll do a, I'll do a scene. Oh, goat. I know. That's why you don't like planning things. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what's an easy video? It's like, no, no, Ollie, we don't want an easy. What's video. one that I can just make up? Exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, it's not always about what you can, especially on YouTube. That you can tell that straight away what's yeah. planned and what's not. Especially yeah. when we try and reduce the editing. Anyway. So I can do that, no problem. And it's not it's not worrying for me anymore. I have not been so nervous all year as I was when I was at the first of my shows waiting for my play to come up. It's because you have no control of what happens on stage. It's also it's also because in an improv show you get points even if it's shit because you made it up. And like, oh, that's mm. kind of shit, but hey, they had no time to prep. Mm. But with a play, it's like, oh, this person sat down and fucking wrote this. It better be goddamn good. I paid you know money to come see this shit. Yeah. You know? 
Um, but people laughed when they were supposed to laugh. That's always good. I, I remember <laughs> telling you this, is like, it would be really awkward if they laughed when they weren't. <laughs> yeah, or just didn't laugh at all. Yeah. But the weird thing was, you got um, different audiences laughed at different stuff. Um, sometimes, the in the first show, the, the joke that got the biggest laugh got no joke, no laughs the next night. Mm. And the bit that got no laughs in that show got all the laughs in another night. Mm. Um, yeah, the crowd's, the crowd's a bit odd. I really wanted to see it, but... Um, as Ollie knows, um, and I said it on briefly on NPCs, my grandmother passed away yeah. um, the week of the show coming out. Yeah. Um, so she was she was on the on the verge before beforehand. So it was a lot of time with the, with her and, and with the family, and then she passed away, and then everything kind of snowboarded. Then I was moving out of my place. Yeah. Um, which always. Which was always going to was always going to happen, but I didn't expect this added because my my I had my family that was going to help, yeah. and they were taken out of the equation. Yeah. When this happened. Yeah. So it, it caused a whole bunch of drama, and I the place I was going to move into fell through, yeah. and that was part of the the Jason drama, which we, <laughs> we may never talk about or talk about. Don't know which one it's going to go yet. Um, and then I finally found this place. This place was offered to me about couple days before I moved out. Oh, wow. Um, it was a very brief thing. It was posted on Facebook. Funny enough, Jason did was the one that found it for me. Yeah. So I have to kind of forgive him for that. <laughs> I've still got mixed emotions about Jason. I'm working through some issues. Um, but I found this place, and it's exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, oh, I, it gets so much sun. Well, not today, but it gets so much sun. It's great. Yeah, we're sitting... We're sitting actually in a really location for a podcast kind of talk like this. So, uh, we've got a little window here. It's a bit a bit mess, uh, groggy. It's across from Wellington Airport. You can see the airport over there. Which you can uh, be a train spotter and just watch the planes take off. Why would you train spot? I don't understand the appeal. <laughs> They're on drugs. Oh. A lot of them. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Is that, hence the movie. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, I finally got the movie reference. Cause I thought Basically, it was... it's like we're all, we spent all our money on drugs. We have no money for going out or doing anything. What so let's entertain by just watching trains. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was just a weird hobby people had. <laughs> I guess it is like, kind of. <laughs> you think like just like button up like like accountants go like, oh, this weekend we're going to go spot some trains. Yeah. and I'm It's like, also oh. like a, it's a term for like drug. Well, I know, I know what spots were. Yeah. So I thought it had something to tie with that because it's all related to drugs, and I, uh, I figured it was a it's a hip English thing. I had, of... I went to a birthday party. It was the guy's twentieth. He decided to do twenty shots and twenty spots. God. He didn't finish either of those. No, no, he... alcohol and marijuana don't work. Marijuana and anything else don't work. <laughs> no, Ollie, you've you've just had a rough experience. No, no, I think it works on its own. I think it's oh, like, yeah, it works on its own. Stuff, yeah, that's yeah. What it not that we endorse anything or that we ever had any drugs or whatever. D20 Multiverse does not condone... What's the, what's the saying? Stop looking at your damn phone. <laughs> every video, every video, every freaking recording we're doing, you're on your damn phone. Oh, oh, oh. That's the uh, computer saying update virus protection, Ollie. Damn it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's got nothing to do with my phone. My phone's here. <laughs> Nothing's there. It's over there. I threw it on my bed. Why do you have a grenade pin on the back of your phone? That's not a grenade pin. That's, um, I'll show you. Hold on. This doesn't make very good <laughs> podcast content. I just thought that you threw the phone across the room <laughs> and you had to go get because it. Because you show. asked a question about it. Now, there's a little kind of... I guess grenade oh, right. pen. But yeah. what you do is you kind of angle it right so it sits up like a TV. Like this. Like this. Podcast. You describe what you're saying. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I've got, I've got this little phone case on eBay and it's got a little kickstand. Yeah, it's a kickstand. That's probably better. So so basically that, and also I can put my uh, finger through it and I can go like that. So okay. when I'm walking like this. So it's like a Lady Gaga accessory ring now. 
Oh, it holds the phone. Yeah. I mean, it's not... The ring is stylish <laughs> at all. It really is hold the phone, and it kind of just helps me. So. I'd like to just read a comment um, that I just got from my friend. Um, okay. <laughs> he's now I, I, this is this is the problem with D&D being as popular as it is everyone's looking for a game and all the games everyone's are looking for a game and everyone's starting a podcast of that game <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's just kind of like you have to be very unique to stand out um but yeah he just says he just says uh, excellent content ollie this is just rolling off the tongue i've been a lot more confident with my role playing descriptions and i have you to thank i've learned a lot from you dude Thank you. So, like, oh, so you just wanted to stroke your own ego. Yeah. That was that what the comment yeah. was about. Ollie loves that. I yeah. hate it. That I no no I, I hate it as in the fact that I, I have a hard time taking a compliment. Yes, you do. But because I don't I don't like compliments. No one gives them, and then I just have a breakdown because <laughs> I think no it's a one cares. Very vicious cycle. Yes, it's a, it's a, the joys of mental illness is the fact that you hate. Self gratification because you bash yourself so much. Speaking of self gratification and mental illness, um, I got back to Masturbation. my support work, and we've got a guy that's been coming regularly who's now got uh, employment and he's uh, getting his own place. And <sighs> is that me? <laughs> <laughs> you literally just described me because about a year ago I didn't have employment. No, no, this is a regular from the pear tree. He's been really struggling with his mental health, mm. and um, through... that, that's what screwed me on my last job. Yeah. Um, is the fact that I got. So, I hate it. I just wasn't. I, I wasn't the kind of person that likes to wake up and do the same thing over and over again and have someone else be kind of be a bit kind of taking credit for it. Well, it's like it's it's like um, it's like it's why I enjoy sales because you're working with people and it's different every time. Uh, apparently, like I'm really good at sales, but I hate it. Because <laughs> um, I've got this business that I work on the side, and I do make uh, a bit of money in terms of that business making money. And I, I'm the one that makes the most out of it. Yeah. And I hate sales. Yeah. And it's so frustrating for me to, to, to be like the sales guy in the in the team. Yeah. Because I just don't like doing it. I can sell a product. It's probably it's probably my uh, biggest strength in, uh, within the job as mm. the sales. I have quite a, quite well, a yeah, decent, retail, decent so output. You'd be you'd be in trouble if you weren't. Yeah, no, but I mean, because there's also the coffee and the, the like the side of the job, which is teaching the games. Yeah. But out of all those things, I think the sales is, is definitely the strongest. Yeah, I, I do want to go into more of the teaching games or playing other game or board games on our channel because I yeah. think we had, we did have that idea. Because because there's what um, Tomb of Annihilation, that's an actual Wizards of the Coast game. Mm. Lords of Waterdeep, uh, oh, Dragonfire. Oh, uh, like Flux. I really love yeah. Flux, and I really want to play it more, but I think it's just a case of... Okay, do you are you a Monty Python fan? No. Ah, because I really want to get Monty Python Flux, okay. but I have no this, one to play it with. This is a little bit of confession. You've never seen any of the Monty, Pop, uh, Monty Python. So you've never seen the history of comedy, basically? No. Okay. Or the history of Brian, or whatever. <laughs> Was no, it The Secret no. Life of Brian, or something? Um, the, um, yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, but no, no, I mean, the, secret his the history of comedy, as in... Monty Python is the fucking history of comedy. They are the ones that took the fourth wall and broke it. Into yeah, I, I know the relevance, and that's why I know all of them. Yeah, but it's just one of those scenarios. I've just it's it's, it's kind of like you bald and like, fucking twat. Hey. Hey, hey! No, no, I'm not talking about going on my hairline. I'm doing, Screw you, Ollie! I was doing, Fuck you, four eyes freak! I, I was doing a Monty Python thing. I what I know! I haven't seen it! <laughs> I was That's a, the whole I point! I was about to do the next line, which would have shown that it was a skit. How was I supposed to know that? Oh, God. You just insulted <laughs> my hairline, and I'm, I'm very sorry. sensitive over that. I was looking that. for an argument. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. No, this is abuse. Yeah, it is abuse. <laughs> 
What the hell are you doing? I, was, uh, <laughs> I know. Jesus. But it's one of those, like, it's, have, you, have you ever had, um, everyone's just like, yes. oh, you haven't seen that. Jaws. I've never seen Jaws. I've no. never seen Godfather. I've never seen Godfather either. Yeah, it's just one of those movies, that's, it's one of those things that's just, either enough time and place where you just haven't been in the right situation, yeah. or you just haven't motivated yourself to watch that. Yeah. And then everyone blasts you for it, then you reach a point going, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it just out of, out of so spite I, I now. I hate people like, oh, you've never seen this? But then I catch myself doing it when someone says they've never seen Pulp Fiction. When someone says they've never seen Star Wars, that one threw me off. I haven't seen all of them. I I, haven't, uh, I met someone that's never seen Star Wars. My dad, never seen any of the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. Um, he's very anti but kind of cult, pop culture. He was probably in them because it was everyone in New Zealand was. He was not. He's very sure. anti pop culture, everything. He's like... I mean, he, he's the kind of kind of guy who watched Midsummer Murders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're kind of like the bill and all like that stuff. 3 p.m. And he, he constantly Christmas watches Sandwich. the Crime Investigation Channel. Yes, I'm pretty sure he's going to murder my mother. <laughs> um, the benefits, you heard it here first. The benefits there, I get all the house. They get the house, probably. Cool. I think, like, maybe <laughs> in that scenario, don't go straight for the pros and the pros and cons. No, no. The negatives, my mum would die. Yeah. Um, and considering my grandmother just died, Wouldn't be so it's a bit a lot, a lot to happen at the same time. So, yeah. um, and plus my sister and my brother-in-law live with them at the moment with the nieces. Yeah. So, they're pretty sure he'll take them out too, which I kind of like sure. my nieces. Yeah. Brother and sister, um, brother-in-law and my sister. I hope they listen to this podcast. Oh, they're in the inheritance. Right, so if right, they take the email, right, the equation. So, so economically, it's the right Yeah, thing. but they might go to the, the nieces, but so I have to go into the territory of my nieces dying as well, which makes me sad. So, yeah. okay, I've agreed that my dad shouldn't kill anyone. Well, I'm glad we the put that to rest, to. because I'm sure that was what was on the minds of all the people listening to the podcast. Yeah, is Dave endorsing his father just a mass murdering his family? Yeah. No. No. No, my dad wouldn't do that. He's a, he's a very, um, he's a very grumpy follower. My dad's a very interesting follower. He's a very, he's a grunt. Um, he's very kind of negatively sarcastic a lot, which sure. is how I kind of picked up so on So did you just kind of split from him one day? I've got a, I've... Like, looking back at my parents, now that I'm older, yeah. I'm definitely a combination of both their personalities. Like, my mum's very friendly and very creative, because yeah. she writes her own books. Yeah. Um, I, I've showed you some of the books. Slightly you refuse. No, no, I refuse to read them, because there is a character called Dave, who the main character has sex with in one of the books. And that is just a little weird. He also dies. <laughs> well, spoiler alert! <laughs> and there's a, there's a very... My mum's my really into 1930s... Uh, not 1930s, sorry, 1300s. Oh. Um, back back <laughs> in Scottish days, slightly different. <laughs> back in Scottish days, it's a lot more brutal, you know, um, how how males treat females a lot differently. Yeah. Um, so she really dived into that. So there's a little bit of a... Let's say, because that the word does describe it, there's a rape scene, um, which threw me off. <laughs> And that's why I've never read the book. Because it's your so, mum writing this. Yeah. And that's the weird thing. A lot of people say, oh, you should support your mum. Totally do. Um, she's self-published. People that read the books really are into them. And she's done seven self-published books. Oh, wow. Um, she's done um, another book about um, Overlanders of the Mackenzie clan, which I descend from, coming to New Zealand. And it's based off um, old journals that the captain wrote. Yep. Um, so so she's, she's really talented. She's spent a lot of time working on it. Just as a son... Can't get past that yet. Well, see, I've I'm got actually, all them here as well. For uh, but because the, because the play has now ended, we've done the thing. I'm looking towards the next project. I've got about three or four that are kind of like in my head. Um, uh, one is uh, the Big Bong Theory, 
which is a comedy I'm writing about uh, New Zealand stoners. Mm. Um, but one of them is a young adult fiction novel um, called The King's Triad and the Adventures of Hakma Strongbeard. Um, based on characters I created playing a game of Heroes Quest. Mm. Um, and I'm kind of writing it for, pretty much for my older nephews, like like that kind of age range. Mm. Um, so that might be the next project that I take on. Well, I've got, I've got a lot of comic book ideas, because you've never read my comic book script, which I'm so annoyed because I've sent it to you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I sent you, I read it when you sent it to me, but that was like a year ago. It like, wasn't no uh, Yeah, but you never gave me any feedback on it or able to tell me anything about it. It was good. I liked the characters. Um, the Name, title was... to, to say one unique thing about it. Uh, it followed a lot of different characters, which was cool. What? It followed a lot of different characters. Like, like it wasn't just like the same two, three people. You're very generic right now. Give me something. What was it even about? What was one of the characters? What did they look like? Anything. You had the cat people, right? <laughs> the cat people. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. What? 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 What about these cat people? What so, do they do so in I, the story that you apparently have read and know a lot about? Because apparently, the unique yeah, thing I'm is that it follows a lot. I've caught you in your lie. So the cat I've caught you in your lie now, Ollie. Are traveling towards the desert because they think it's like There's a no giant desert. litter box. No desert, and, and there's no litter box the at all. Purple aliens come down. No aliens at all. And slaves. So just make it up. See, <laughs> this is what happens when you, I catch you in your lie. <laughs> Why can't you just live in a fantasy You don't world? even, you can't even remember what it's called. You know how a big insult of someone creating something and then remembering nothing about it. Imagine doing a play. What, what was my play and called? Then some, what, what was my play called? The memory my, play. No, my specific one out of the three. Ah, it was yeah, called the experiment, the experiment, the experiment. Experiment. Uh, we are the experiment. Damn it! Yes. Why would you remember that? Because I wanted to go and I was supporting it, you idiots. You wanker. <laughs> that I remembered you your play. I'm such an You're asshole. Such a dick. Yeah. Being supportive. Yes. And imagine, so imagine if you wrote a play and then you sent it to someone and they just said they uh, read it I was and sure then just I said don't remember anything about it. But I also read fucking 10,000 scripts. There was art with it as well. Yeah. There was a lot with it. I've done a lot of work on it because I've been working on it for about seven years. <laughs> anyway, that's that's something I want. That's like one of my um, my um, bucket, bucket list. list goals is to actually get this comic written. Yeah. Um, and draw not written. I've really written it. Would you? Would you illustrate it, or would you? I can't illustrate. No, you so can't. it's definitely a writer, and I want to be able to find someone with the right art style to pull it off. There is um, on Deviant Art essentially a section where you can yeah say like a forum where you can go hey I'm a writer I'm looking for an artist yeah I want to be able to pay money though oh, yeah. um, because I, I want to have the money backing it to one for them to because when you do it like that it's a side project for the artist yeah um, and there's not a lot of motivation for them to actually do it other yeah. than the fact that this will be a cool idea so it's kind of a a role uh, a kind of um, a kind, a kind of, what do you say, a gamble yeah. um, that the person you get is actually going to be motivated to complete to completion. So True. this is the cat people you were talking about. I'm, I'm bringing up some concept art. It's from, called Pan Noir. Um, yes, you, you're saying no, no, it's actually spelled different, uh, wrong because it's only one in. Oh, yeah. uh, Pan Noir, because right. um, it was it was originally a no, a nowhere kind of story, yeah. um, and then um, it evolved to a point where it's actually a play on Pangea. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And the continents the continent broke out. Yeah. yeah. So that's how... And, and I, I don't know whether I'll... I'll probably include this. What's the timestamp? I'll include my, <laughs> my this art yeah. um, in... The video. In the video. Just to make it... Okay, uh, like there's a, there's a dog race. Yep. Yeah. Because um, the art is brilliant. That's yeah. what my mate did it. 
um, Lionons, um, Pantherons, Tigons. Are you going to include, include all of these? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll figure out some way of doing it. I don't have internet, so it's pretty um, much that's going to be my life as entertainment until I get into this. Another, another idea I had, um, have you, are you familiar with RPG Maker? Um, it's like a computer game making program that, mm. that makes something very similar to the Final Fantasy games. Mm. Um, so that kind of art style, like Pokemon, Legend of Zelda. Kind I kind of, of like that art style that you see there. Yeah. Because um, it's a lot of gritty, because it's supposed to be based on kind of like 1930s kind of... Um, Hence Noir. Yeah, Hinston and Wild, kind of older, and there's all, it's, it's got, the whole, I don't want to go too far into it, because if I ever do yeah, make no, it, no, but the, there's an overarching kind of baseline of what the story is, and yeah. then underneath it, there's two sides warring with each other, mm. and it's all about belief. Yep. So it's, it's two sides looking at the same, you could say Bible, the same yeah. kind of text, this ancient text, and interpreting it two different ways. Yeah. Um, and technically one of the sides are right, yep. but... It's the way they've kind of gone about it and the way they've interpreted it. That's the real kind of story. Because you could put... Back in those days, someone could write a really perfect thing and really kind of like, you should live your life by this. Yeah. But over time, that's not really that relevant anymore because yeah. it's written at a time that's completely different than now. But this people is, this like, is why a lot of the original people that worked on the Constitution said it should be reviewed every couple of years. Yeah, but apparently, gun control. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not get into that. Anyway, do, did you hear about the... Let, let's, let's cut tech right now can yeah. i just mention that yesterday was the 22nd anniversary of romeo and juliet yeah sure cool well if i say no at this point because <laughs> you're really so, okay, I, I won't say anything then. anyway diablo immortal yeah what have you heard about it uh recently about um five seconds ago i heard its name oh okay <laughs> um so diablo immortal yeah was announced at blizzcon 2018 oh, i wanted a virtual ticket but it's christmas for fuck's sake i have no money it's not christmas it's november i buy already started buying gifts. Well, that's your fault. Um, <laughs> it's no one else's fault but yours. Um, but anyway, um, it was announced at BlizzCon 2018, um, Diablo Immortal. Mm -hmm. So, if I was going to say Diablo game, yeah. a brand new Diablo game to you, and you know nothing about this, so this actually works really well for this conversation, Yeah. what would you expect? Uh, a, a bundle available with the pre-order that gives you all the real no, no. cool shit ignore about the pre-sale <laughs> the, the actual game itself yeah what would you expect in terms of plot or in, in terms, in terms of, of how you would play it where you would be able to play it everything okay so i would say pc game because mm -hmm. that's its main platform it's only recently been branching out into switch and stuff yep i'd say a follow a continuation maybe of the lesser deities uh focusing more on andariel or you know some, some so you say it was a continuation stuff. Yeah, I'd say maybe the Nephilim are banded together and created some kind of new powerful deity. Okay. And anything else? Uh, I'd expect... Because you're a big Diablo fan, that's I'm why I can ask you. Diablo. That's why I'm surprised you haven't heard about this. Um, yeah, well, BlizzCon I've not been keeping track of. Okay. Um, so BlizzCon was yeah. last weekend. Yeah. So, first, it's not on PC. Shit. It's on mobile phones. Exactly. <laughs> so this is where everything goes wrong. Ollie just made a face. <laughs> and it's a prequel between two and three okay um so that when it happened yep. at blizzcon people booed yeah because they announced it was on ios and android not on pc some and when they did the q a the yep. funny thing is there was there there's two highlights to it yeah they the highlights out of this should have been the cinematic and how yeah. awesome this is it's all diverged into <laughs> how much they hate now their shares dropped oh. and they lost a couple of billion 
because of this. That's uh, but you mispronounce or is that a B? no B billion? But they are worth like billions. Oh you no, know? I know, I know, I know. But, but you can see that's that a lot of money. If you look up on Google the share price of Blizzard, you'll notice it was like going well. Yeah. And then BlizzCon happened and dish. That's how bad okay, this okay. game has been received. No, I have to defend them because I we need mobile games that are good. I'm so sick of Farmville too. Um, I still play it. But the problem is, when you go but to I'd BlizzCon, also say it should be on the PC. Exactly. Well. <laughs> when you go like Diablo, yeah, you go to BlizzCon and you're a fan of Diablo. You've probably played Diablo on the only platform that's been available on for a very long time, yep. PC. Yep. So if they go, we've got a new BlizzCon game. By the way, it's not going to be on what you're used to. Yeah. You're going to be like, all right, so now I have to spend. And plus, you know it's a mobile game. What's going to be attached to it? Yeah. Um, Microtransactions. Yeah, and that purchases. And possibly even ads. And the worst thing is, I only bought this phone so I could upgrade and play Pokemon Go and new. I can't play Pokemon Go on my one. I've just discovered my niece is really into it right now. Yeah, I bought a new phone just so I could play it because I have more RAM. But my my worry is that this is just going to push the next generation of phones. They've made some secret deal and they're like, it actually requires 8 gig of RAM. And it's not actually developed internally by Blizzard. It's outsourced. Yes. Now you've got the whole package of why the the downvotes on I'll, I'll try and link all these videos uh, all the all the links that I'm referring to. Yeah. The on the Diablo wait. channel. Wait. What? Blizzard are known well. Oh, I suppose it's BlizzCon for their fucking trolls, like Tides of Vengeance. No, they because the, <laughs> funny enough, there's a guy that came up to the mic. Yeah. He was this bald red guy. Yeah. Um, and he goes, "Hey, um, hi. So is this just a um?" Out of date April Fool's yeah. joke, and yeah. you could see the awkwardness of oh, the guys on the stage. Because Blizz loves doing that. I know they love doing it on, and when it's appropriate. But there, oh, yeah, you no, could that's tell that because they expected a bit of negative reaction. They did not expect this, and you know what they said to that? <laughs> Obviously, I didn't expect to lose. You know, you know what pissed them off even more? And what? there's a clip of it. Yeah. Right after they say, or what the guy says, a delayed out. He get uh, the person on the stage gives that response, and then everyone's and then another guy comes up and says, is it going to be on PC? Yeah. Um, and they said, no, no. At this time, it's only going to be on iOS and Android. We have no plans for it to be on PC. The crowd started booing. Yeah. And then he goes, what, what, don't you guys have phones? Yeah. And that made things worse. <laughs> <laughs> to condescend their crowd who are PC-based because Diablo has always been on PC to turn around and go, hey, what's your guys' problems? You have phones. <laughs> Now you know why the the Diablo fan community is up in arms and there's a Look, lot okay. of hate right now for Diablo I, Immortal. I, I, I love mobile games. I, I do too. I spend a lot of time in doctor's waiting rooms and it's good. But there's you can't a take a beloved place. franchise that has been on one platform and then switch it to the yeah. other and expect everyone to be like, cool. I would have zero problems with it being on Android if it was also on PC. Pokemon Go is a good a good example yeah. because Pokemon has always been a handheld. Yeah. Um, and plus, Pokemon Go is unique enough to have to be on phones. Well, actually, originally, it's not the first of its kind. There was English. oh no no, it's not the first of the kind, but that's why the fan group can transition from yeah. the normal way of Pokemon being played and handheld Pokemon Go handheld. because the game is different. Yeah. But the problem with the, this game. It's yeah. It's essentially the same thing, but on mobile devices. Yeah. And using a mobile kind of fun. And it's also people are making comparison of the, the, the company that developed it. Yeah. 
the UI yep. looks very, very, very similar to another, another game. So it looks like just a reskin. Oh, shit. So that's, that's making things game. even worse. God damn it. Yeah, Blizzard does so... Like, I love Blizzard. They're my favorite game company. And they come up with, with the, the phrase of, we don't release it until it's complete. That's why they cancelled yeah. um, StarCraft Ghost. That's why Diablo 3 took 300 years. Yes, but now... They're showing signs of the fact that they don't care anymore. Um, not caring about the quality of the product, which is what I kind of strive a lot. That's why, like, even with this channel, those morals are here because I, I care about what we throw out there and try yeah. and make it uh, try and make it good within the tools that we have available to us. Yeah. Ah, oh, but Blizzard, they ah. really messed up here. They messed up, and with their response to it is yep. like we don't really understand why the why fans are so up and up. Have they? changed their consulting team or something have they got have they hired fired someone that it comes i think it will just come down to shareholders and and the fact of they proposed this game mobile games are big right now they They would have shown them the projections and they would uh, and it's it's, it sounds like it's more attuned for the chinese market too this is ridiculous Um, because it's developed by chinese companies it sounds it sounds like it's going to be a a, what because you can't have the complexity of Diablo 2 and 3 in terms of switching between spells and all that kind of shit not. in combat on a mobile phone. So it sounds to me like it's going to be, yeah, the engine for whatever game they used before, a reskin, and then real simple tap and hack slash mechanics, which just boil it down to this... And then got off with of shitty microtransactions yeah, that aren't gonna really going to contribute much, but... You know what it is? Money. It's probably them going... Hey, we tried the real money auction house, and we got huge backlash for it. What's another way that we can just shield the public and? and yeah, they probably propose like, if we take down the auction house, this is what we're going to do, and, see, every, I, and they're like, "All right, you do that." I st- okay, so I'm gonna say this is my official stance. I've been a huge Blizzard fan my entire life. Diablo, World of Warcraft. I've often thought that aliens are working somewhere within the Blizzard team because those games are better than mortals should be able to make. So mm. I'm going to stand by them until I play the game. And hey, maybe they're just like... Remember, it's not developed by Blizzard. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. But they gave the green light for it. So I'm giving them some responsibility. Mm. So I'm going to try the game uh, and we'll see. Cool. All right. But that's what I thought I would tell you about. Uh, Diablo in Mortal. I'm actually, now I'm actually a bit excited because I want more Mortal games. Yeah, but... I'm I, not allowed to buy any more it sound, games. It sounds like you're already a dud. If you look up the um, the YouTube video of the announcement and the gameplay, so many dislikes, so many hate, and apparently there's a rumor that Blizzard's been removing negative comments and re-uploading uh, videos as wow. well, just to remove the negativity behind it because they did not expect so many people, even though it makes complete sense or why people would be upset about it. I don't know what they thought was going to happen. I, I thought I thought they would go, oh, because it's got Diablo Toto on it, it'll be fine. People love it, yeah. And unfortunately, the only ones that think that are arrogant kind of corporate machines because yeah. they're essentially saying we can get away we with anything immortal. we tell the customers what they want but blizzard has always it's a when when it comes to games yeah. and entertainment yeah people are a lot more vocal about what they like and it's different if you're like releasing a new product of soap or well, something see, like that like even you know a lot of artistic creations are open to interpretation yeah it's what the the person brings to it with, with a game you're kind of trying to engage not just their personality, but their fantasy and imagination. And as well. hours and hours and hours of playing. Yeah. If you're going to play something for hours and hours and hours, you're going to have to fucking enjoy it. Yeah. And if, if you have loved to play hours and hours of Diablo 1, hours and hours of Diablo 2, hours and hours of Diablo 3, yeah. 
if someone comes up with another Diablo game which you can't play the same way you've been playing the last games yeah. and it's completely different and based on your already no, known perception of mobile games yeah. taking their franchise and bastardizing it yeah. it's horrible well one thing that I've been thinking about because I've I've got a collection I've got a collection of D&D 5th Ed and I've got all the books saved for the pre-gen campaigns mm. but I just discovered RDB's one of the bookstores here they've got a, a section for the old games so it's like A D and D, so I've been mm. collecting those. But the other day I watched a video on Geek and Sundry that was Diablo Lore, and they had the one of the developers from the Diablo team, um, who I fell in love with instantly, uh, and she was talking about, you know, in real detail, like like all the backstory and stuff that I didn't even know. Mm. Um, and mentioned a whole bunch of books. So I'm thinking about starting collecting the Diablo books as yeah. well. The Diablo books are, are wicked as The art is like <sighs> Like, um I I'm really big in the Halo lore. Oh, right. Um, and the way the directions have gone on that, I just, I just makes me love it even more. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, definitely get it. I, I, a lot of these games nowadays, when they've got expanded lore, yeah. is actually really fucking good. Well, I mean... It's really good. The, the energy and effort they put into this, these, this extra content they do, it's not yeah. like back in the day where it's just like a budget tie-in. Yeah. It doesn't really make any sense. And nowadays, now they're, on, now they're in space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no Diablo like set itself apart just because of how much time and effort went into it. It's like it's like Lord of the Rings. J.R. Tolkien creates an entire language just just for the fucking book. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, and you, you can see that in a game where it's uh, not just like oh, and uh, here's an NPC. He's a blacksmith who fell from a. Why does he have to be black? Why can't they be a whitesmith? <laughs> Jeez, you're racist. <laughs> anyway, um, we'll reach that part of the show um, where we've rambled on long enough. And that we look into our rate, email box rate, for rate, rate. hope of an Someone, email. Anything. Not Just from James, but we've got it from James. <laughs> James B is James. the only one that sends us emails. So every week we read out one of his emails. James B, I feel like at this point, we I kind of owe you something. Just because, you know, you're such a huge contributor in terms of your, your emails. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to send me an email uh, with a sentence of some kind that you think would work good on a t-shirt. Uh, and I'll get it made and we're on the next podcast. You realise the podcast is not a visual media, this right? That's why I don't actually have to do it. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. James, if he do, if you do this, yeah. I will make him hold to it. Tell, I will make sure Ollie... If you send me a phrase or a sentence, something cool, maybe like something you wanted to get tattooed on you or like a piece of advice that your father gave you when you were young, um, I will legit make, get it made into a t-shirt and I'll wear it on NPC. How about, no, how about this? You do it on the podcast, you wear yeah. it on the podcast, but I will record a visual of the entire podcast yeah. and put it on our YouTube. What about just a picture of me? Well, I mean, I'll just set up a camera and push record. Like, we can still talk like this and we just put it in the corner and just record it. Sure. Just a, a visual... I was, thinking, um, I was thinking, like, for the sake of ease, but no... Well, you... well, the fact is it's actually a lot easier to do it. All I'm doing is plugging in a webcam and just pushing record at the same time I push record on this, so... Yeah, okay. It's okay. actually a, a lot easier because I've been thinking it, about it. It does take a, about a week for the thing to arrive, but... Yeah. yeah, yeah, once you do it. Yeah. Right, so we won't be doing a visual one until you do that. Because I've... I, I, if James sends us the email, this is yeah. all hypothetical yeah. at the moment. Because because I made a shirt for Bill when he did the Patreon thing. Yeah, yeah. It's actually really fun. And I want more, I want more like... Yeah, so, so a pa- uh, we should thank our patrons at this point oh, as yeah, well. Yeah. So thank you, our patrons. Recently, um, one of our patrons up- updated their contribution to push us over the $50 mark. <laughs> um, so for about four weeks, so about a month... Um, we're going to be releasing three videos uh, a week, a month. Now he has, 
<laughs> uh, yeah, three videos a week. Three videos a day. Yeah, three videos <laughs> a day, yeah. Three videos Every a week for a month. Yeah. Um, and that's our Let's Play. So we're going to be doing a new Let's Play series of different games. Yeah. Um, we've kind of already just planned them out before we record this podcast. Yeah. And we're kind of excited by them because they're very different Games ones. that we love as well. Games that we love and also tie into Critical Role and Dungeons & Dragons as well. So it's a nice little tie there. Um, and we're doing Dragon Tavern and we're doing NPCs as well. But um, uh, one of the Patreons who did do that I was only doing it for a month. So he's reduced it back down. So if you do want us to continue doing it um please contribute to our patreon it really helps us out do we want to uh, uh, talk about some of the things that we might be doing i would do that on their special thank you video okay all right let's do that um just a bit of a tease for you guys out there all right dave speaking of tease i've been waiting to hear from james James. the entire podcast so he sent this email at 806 today so literally about five hours ago do we know what city he's in or what country about three hours ago what i'm doing um no I, just I, th- want, I think he's in America. I just wanted to know if this is like a... Because I've been seeing a few things from people that like the channel at 3 in the morning that are very disturbing, and I just wanted to know if this is going to be... No, I think he's American. Okay. Um, James, in your next email, say what it is, because even though we read out your email, you probably what's, have mentioned it before. What's the weirdest thing you've had from, from someone that watches our channel? I know the weirdest thing you've had. Um, I don't know if you do, because there's I another don't, one. I don't actually get a lot of weird things from people. And I got a video. Now, I'm, I, they might be listening to this, so I did find it kind of funny, but also a bit creepy. A video on how to make my clitoris more sensitive. <laughs> a YouTube video. Um, which was did it help? <laughs> no, my clitoris is still completely unresponsive. <laughs> Mainly because I painted it on. That's where you went wrong. Yeah. Well, that's where you yeah. went wrong. Anyway, enough about sensitive cl- clitorises. Um, this is for D- from James this B. This has been such a shit podcast. We keep talking about masturbation. You were the one that brought it back to it, to be it's honest. True. Um, James B, thank you, James, again. If you do want to send us an email, make sure you send it to G- d20multiverse at gmail.com. This is why we should get in a third person every time we do this now. Yeah. Because we just... We devolved some weird stuff. Yeah, some weird stuff. Anyway. Um, James B says, great update dave now update wasn't one word so i'm not happy with you already <laughs> um great update dave ollie like. you need to to catch up on past shows yeah this is about episode 40 as well yeah. so this is about the recent yeah. one brackets when i reread that last sentence it sounds bitchy or shitty <laughs> i meant it to sound like that <laughs> it was meant to sound like that so even though when he reread it it came off exactly how he intended yeah he's okay with it okay Cool. Yeah, I I don't have time. I, I, I you know. Watch our reviews. <laughs> I don't understand. Just watch our reviews of the guest characters. The only reason I haven't is because yeah, I was in Japan when they were out and I was. Doing yeah, just things. watch them now and that will help you. Okay. Maybe it help you. I don't know. <laughs> if it doesn't help you, we've got a problem. All right, because <laughs> okay. we do them every week. If it doesn't help the person actually who's normally on it, it's yeah. gonna be in, we're in trouble. I've got the gist of it. They stole a ship and killed some people. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. I, the summary I gave you was pretty good. Um, anyway, um, continue saying, Dave, sorry for your loss. My grandma passed away when I was seven. Mm. Um, I would actually prefer, sadly, um, to say this, prefer her passing away when I didn't really know her that well. Now that yeah. I'm older and I know her better, yeah. um, it hurts more. No, I can relate to that. Um, but the, the, the ironic thing is, and I don't know whether this was destiny or was intended or whatever, when she passed away, I got off at this place. It right. was around about the same time. Yeah. And I had absolutely nothing. So yep. there was no white wear, nothing here. Yeah. So I ended up getting her fridge, freezer, washing machine, dishwasher, utensils, yep. 
and I was my mum tried to give me her bed. Yeah. Now that's where I draw the line. <laughs> is it weird to take your grandmother's old bed? Because uh, I feel like it is, and it feels creepy, and I don't want to. Do, she didn't die in, in her bed. She, yeah. she passed away in a rest home. Yeah. So there's a little bit of like a lot of people think you know when someone passed away it's in the bed. No, she she passed away in a rest home. Yeah. So she didn't she didn't die in it, but it just feels a bit weird, because my bed is not great. Um, the mattress is shit. Um, um, it was broken. Maybe I no. find it weird. I I can see I people can see go why, either way with this. Yeah, I'm so, yeah. very much stuck and not knowing but no that could very well be the universe aligning would you take your mother's bed if i needed one really badly okay if you've got a bed a, right now it but a it's just a, a bit broken so so there's a little wire that's broken in this one that's why this bed and that i'm touching right now is not not that great did you see the bed that i had at hanson street it was like a hundred dollars second hand yeah and you, i know I you try to pawn it off to people as well you did you end up leaving the base there i'm pretty sure you ended up leaving the base there and we had to get rid of it no, because I was going to give it to the next person that moved in. Yeah, and I think they took it. Yeah. They must have taken Something it. Something happened to it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but thanks. Thanks, James, for your, your thoughts. It really threw me for a loop and just everything else happening right now. That's why the channel was all over the place. Uh, anyway, I liked the episode a lot. It it was So this is about episode 40 um, hey, of yep. Critical Role. Yep. Um, I liked the episode a lot. It, show, it, it was different from the last few shows and was not just more dungeon crawling. Yeah. So that was a complaint a lot of people had is that it was just a dungeon call. It's a it's a really easy way as a DM to fill an hour. Yeah, and that's what it <laughs> felt like. Um to some people. I didn't feel I do it sometimes when I'm just like, oh shit, I've got nothing. Uh here's a Tarasque. <laughs> here's a puzzle. Yeah. You do it. Here's an actual literal puzzle. You guys yeah. do that for like a good twenty minutes. They're like, dude, this is just a jigsaw and it's clearly Garfield. No, <laughs> it's a deity's <laughs> manuscript like, or something. The god of Tabaxis. Yes. Um anyway. I also agree with this relating to, or, oh no, sorry, relating to, bracket, a, or, the. James, I don't understand that, that little bracket. I, anyway, he goes, I also agree with this relating to the calamity, or maybe banishing a deity type of being. Just throwing this out there, the water primordium titan? Yep. Okay, that's my crazy Reddit theory, but in my defense, I know shit history about Tadori. Is there a primor primordial, primordial primordial water titan in the Tadori? Do you not? Not off the top of my head, but I can check. You can check, yeah. Not right now, because it's at home. Yeah, we should check and look into that. Maybe. You may be onto something. Um, but yeah, that's what we've always said for a while now. That yeah. It's got a, it's definitely a, t a deity kind of centric. Yeah. Um, that's why I think it's going to be Calamity 2. I don't think it's going to get that far. I think... I, I still go on my original theory of the fact of it's going to be preventing Calamity 2. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be, if they don't stop this, the yeah. Calamity 2 will happen. So not, think, not the Calamity 2 is happening and they stop it. I think it's going to happen and the, everyone's going to, everyone in the world is going to choose sides. They're all going to just rush to their deities and kingdoms will be split down the middle when the when the common people realise it. It just they, feels like, I don't think Matt would want to destroy his world like that. No, no, it wouldn't be necessarily, because the Calamity didn't destroy the world. It yeah, but a lot of cities it. and towns and everything will be destroyed. But think about like how much of a challenge that, that poses and how many endless quests you'd be able to generate from it. Yeah, I mean, it, from that point of view, yes. Yeah. But I don't know whether he would... It is a, it's, still, it's still rather... His continent and yeah. his, his world is still rather new. We've only really fleshed out one continent, that Tardori. Wildmont we're only just fleshing out yeah. now. And there are three other ones to... 
to go through as well. I reckon it's it's a, it would be a huge choice, mm. but I reckon it's possible. I reckon uh, no, it's no, it's, I'm not saying it's not impossible. Yeah. I'm saying I don't think based yeah. on what I know and based on marketing. <laughs> yeah, because it would it would change the rules of the world drastically. Yeah, and plus the like the the, the profit they get, they're making in the moment, Critical Role, based yeah. on what they're doing in the moment. Yeah, they don't want to fuck it. Up. I don't think they're gonna <laughs> fuck it up, which is. You really start to feel that sometimes, um, especially modern day critical role of the fact of it's really about branding and about what they can push and they have to be careful of not alienating their fan base. That's yeah. the whole big risk of moving away from uh, from Geek and Sundry and becoming its own entity and doing these extra content things like the yeah. extra shows and stuff. Yeah. Um, have you watched any of the extra shows? Uh, no. No? Like Between the Sheets is a really good one-on-one conversations with all the cast. Um, so Brian Foster has a conversation with um, all work no play. Yeah, that's yep. their podcast. Um, that's um, Liam O'Brien and Sam Regal's podcast, which yep. I've listened to it. It's not really a podcast. Yeah, uh, it's pretty much them gas bagging like we are. Oh yeah, and then cutting away to an activity they did. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, and it doesn't really feel like a podcast to me because it feels very structured and yep. very. It's not two people talking. It's kind of like they really you decided what they were talking about. Yeah. And they're just talking. So. Do you know what's probably the weirdest spin-off I've ever seen? Mm-hmm. Two poker professionals created their own show, TV show, called I Bet You, where they just take their millions of dollars and run around town in Vegas and bet each other to do ridiculous things. God, that's when you have too much money. Yeah. But can we never get to that point? <laughs> I think they were just like, let's make a TV show. Yeah, oh, sweet. sounds that way. Here's $2,000 to pee on a poke. Pee on a poke. Well, I can't remember any of the actual challenges, oh, but God. that's the one that came from me. Anyway, Dave, when you uh, moved, did you take Jason with you? No. <laughs> We've established this. And who will be on after the show, if not Jason? We're going to try and mix it up. Yeah. So we're going to have basically whoever's going to be available or free yep. um, to do it, and we're going to bring them along. And ho- we're going to hopefully have the re- on the regular the people that we had on before. Yeah. Um, but it really depends on if they're free or not. Uh, you, any input there, right? No. It's, uh, well, we always want to branch out, do more things. Ultimately, we'd love to expand the channel into its a huge umbrella that mm. runs a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah, exactly. But it's all about slow doing because if we overcook it, we're going to get burned out again. Yeah, and we're learning a lot when it comes to these kind of things of taking it slow and being patient with ourselves, even though we set our expectations high. Yeah, so. I've never run a YouTube channel before. Neither yeah, I. Twitch. Oh, I've, I've had a few, but um, they've all been independent ones. So doing collaborative project is a bit different. Yeah. Um, anyway, well, I hope things, um, quite, quite, I mean, I think it means quite, quite down soon for you, Ollie and Dave, for you, Ollie, I think it's so, quite down soon for you, Ollie and Dave, I'm looking forward to more great videos, take care, James. Thanks, James. P.S. Oh, sorry, spoke too soon. Tell Julia and Jason I said hi, and I hope they're doing well. Oh, cool, that's so sweet, I'm gonna message... Julia right now. No! We're doing a <laughs> podcast, Ollie! You know what my memory's like. Um, I know your memory is like, but you don't have to do it right. You, <laughs> you literally, you don't have that much of a goldfish memory. You will remember it. I think you're overestimating my case. What's the guy's name? Which one? The one that sent us the email. James B. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but I love James B. Yes. Easy to remember. Um, so thank you, James. If you do want to send us an email, send it to d, uh, d20multiverse at gmail.com. Chances are we'll probably read it out because yep. we only ever get one email a week. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we like to read out more. If you've got any questions for us, it can be about anything. This yep. is really intended for you to get our, our personalities out there more mm-hmm. um, and engage with you guys. And to be honest, based on what I can see, a lot of you guys actually do listen to it. Yep. So it's um good. And I just say this is my chance to put my voice out from across the airwaves and hang out with you guys 
uh, using the internet, and mm. we're just kind of chilling. And yeah, exactly. Um, thank you all our patreons. Yeah. Um, this is the we're kind of wrapping up the show here, but thank you all our patreons. It means so much to the world. This podcast wouldn't exist without you. Yeah. Um, if you do want us to continue doing those three shows as we're going to be releasing going forward, chuck us a buck to our Patreon. Really helping us out. Um, if we do get up to fifty dollars and able to stay there for for a month um and not someone not changing it down um we're, we're going to be ramping up the patreon ramping up a lot of things on the channel and all the money goes into improving what we're doing here yeah so audio quality will improve camera quality editing quality, everything will improve we'll get drew carry as a special guest star we what drew carry i wish <laughs> oh that would be amazing um NPCs of i would like to get Karen. colin mockery he's coming to new zealand as well Is colin mockery ryan styles they're doing a um whose lines anyway show Wow. Um, they're doing two shows. I think one's in Auckland and another one is in Wellington. Um, but it's all sold out, sold out within Sunday. a couple of minutes. Not surprised. Those guys. Mm. In know, November, I think it's this month. And the original like first season of Whose Line Is It Anyway, there's this one guy. I consider myself to be one of the fastest improvisers out there. Mm. Um, he puts me to shame, man. Who is it? Uh, I can't remember his name. Is it in the original back when... Um, um, oh, it's the, the British, British one. Yeah. Ah, okay. And they'll be like... Shakespeare, this topic, and he'll launch into like a 40 page yeah, soliloquy. Yeah, if you what, what, we'll look back in the history of Whose Lines Anyway, yeah. of the, when it started the British one and when it eventually got Americanized <laughs> yeah. and what it is now, completely yeah. different beasts. Because the British one was all really highbrow intellectual, like Chaucer. It was an unproven concept yeah. at the time. Yeah. Um, nowadays they have quite a lot. They've got um, uh, uh, mock, mock of the Week. That's thank God You're Here was the Australian one. Yeah, thank God You're Here. Thank God You're Here. That was a brilliant show if you yeah. if you are on the internet look up thank god you're here yeah um the best one was when the car crashed into to the apartment okay and uh, do, do you remember i that can't one? remember that one no i love that one um Bas- put- basically they have a room set up with some actors in it and they've taken an improviser and just push him through the door the he does, they does say, not know what's going to happen the only thing they do is dress him up yeah so um, he looks at his costume and kind of goes i think i'm a tennis player. and it's called thank god you're here because that's the first line they say yeah so when you walk through the door one of the actors come up to him and say, thank God you're thank here. Thank God you're here, Dave. Look, four elephants have escaped from the zoo and they're holding them with mere hostage. You're the chief negotiator. We need your help. And then that person has to play that character and, and, and come off it. And I'll be like, don't worry, I can speak elephant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but it's a really good improv show. Re- they only did four seasons of it. Yeah. Um, and it was I was on... really good. Hey, Rebel Wilson was on one. Yep. Yeah, yep. she was on All that the one. Australian like, improvising comics and... But really awesome before she was big. Yeah. Yeah. And it was on like uh, every channel in Australia because I lived in Australia for I had them on DVD. Everywhere. I bought them in DVD when I was over in Aussie. Um, And it was a little door. (laughs) Um, But I really love that show. They tried to do a USA USA and UK version. Interesting. Didn't Didn't work at all. Didn't work at all. Um, But anyway, thank you all, everyone. Um, We want to do more with this channel and want to keep going. I think the hardest thing on a YouTube channel is keeping something like this going. Um, But we're going to keep on doing it and we haven't killed it Charlie yet so that's that's an improvement. It's a win. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) um, that's us for the week. So, hope you guys are alright. You have a good day. Or day. Or wherever you are in the world. Nice. Yeah. Yeah.